With the ever-changing landscape of abortion, Planned Parenthood is deploying mobile abortion clinics on the borders of abortion-free states. How do we stay ahead of the opposition? I'll have an expert on the program today to discuss it. Also, I'll comment on the bombshell interview of pro-abortion Congresswoman Cori Bush, who tells her story of how she was forced by abortion workers to abort her baby. Activist Radio, The Mark Harrington Show, is brought to you by Created Equal, and you can go to createdequal.org to donate. And friends, if you like the program, share the program. We're on all the popular podcasting platforms. And be sure to um, let other people know and leave a five-star review. Well, today we're going to be talking about what do we do uh, to stay ahead of the opposition, that is Planned Parenthood, on all the, you know, the abortion industry in this ever-changing post-Roe world. And we're going to be specifically dealing with the, uh, the concept of mobile ultrasound units. Last week, Planned Parenthood broke news that they are also deploying mobile clinics to kill babies, which was predicted. You know, we could figure that was likely going to happen. They're going to be putting these on border states of abortion-free states like Illinois. They're going to be putting them on, on the border, say, of St. Louis, where it might be illegal in Missouri in order to provide abortions for those who live in Missouri just to cross over and kill their children. So we were kind of ahead of the curve, but somebody who's been way ahead of the curve on this for years is my guest today, Eddie Perez, and he is the CEO and president of Vans for Life. Eddie, thanks for taking the time to be on the program. Of course. Thanks for having me. So, Eddie, we talked a while back, uh, I think it was over a year ago, about this concept. I saw this coming. I think we all did, that we were hoping anyway that uh, Roe v. Wade was going to be overturned. But long before this, you know, the whole dynamic has changed with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, you saw the need to deploy mobile ultrasound units and move away, not entirely, of course, from the brick and mortar kind of uh, way of that pregnancy resource centers have gone about trying to reach women considering abortion. Tell us about your the transition that you made there. Sure. So um, when I took over the existing pregnancy center, here in San Antonio, uh, I knew, to me, I, I looked at the landscape and I saw that most pregnancy centers were not located near the abortion facilities. And I right. thought, okay, well, that doesn't make sense because that's where the girls are. So right. we put our brick and mortar right next door or actually across the street from uh, the abortion, one of the abortion facilities in town. And we had a 1000% increase in the girls that we mm. saw. It was immediate. Wow. Um, because yeah. we're right there, right? right. Um, we signed a three-year lease, and, and we were feeling pretty good about that. And then about a year later, the abortion facility moved. So I thought, well, we're in a three-year lease. So what mm. if this continues to happen? They'll just move because they have unlimited money. We don't. Right. So I thought about the uh, seeing if there was any kind of 
mobile ultrasound unit because I had seen that they do, you know, mobile uh, pet grooming and all that other stuff. So maybe they yeah. had something like that. And I found an organization that, that provided that and took us about a year, maybe a year and a half. And we got our van and it was very successful. We put it in front of two of the three abortion facilities here in San Antonio. And over about a year, year and a half, we were able to save, directly save uh, about 800 babies from being aborted. Um, wow. So we had great, great um, uh, success with that. And then that abortion facility, because we had taken away so much of their business, they decided to close their doors uh, permanently. And they had been doing a thousand abortions a year, every year for about 20 years. So we felt really good about that. So that's well, you know, the, the old adage in business, at least in the uh, retail business or in, in fast food or the restaurant business is location, 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 right? Right. I've, I, and I think you operated that way. If you have an abortion clinic, you ought to have a pregnancy resource center right next door because that's right. where the women are going to come. Just like right. people go to have a burger, they're going to find a McDonald's next to a Wendy's and a Burger King. I mean, it's the right. same basic business model that you employed there. But things right. have changed except so very much. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. I said, except our burgers are free. So. Your burgers are free. That's right. Things yeah. have changed so much over the last several years because now with the with Rover versus Wade overturning, of course, everything's changing. But when women began to take the abortion pill more often, and now 50% of all abortions are done through a medical abortion, uh, there's not necessarily a brick and mortar uh, abortion center now. It, we need to be more uh, more versatile. And that's what I like about this uh, this setup with the mobile ultrasound units. And also, and, and, and I'm not putting down pregnancy resource centers. Get me, Don't get me wrong here. I'm all in support and 100% behind them. Yeah. But if you look at their numbers, they aren't seeing abortion-minded women at the numbers they really should. Right. It has to do with location partly, right? Right. Our brick and mortar right now, we bought the building next door to the mega Planned Parenthood here. And um, right now we're seeing about 3,000 girls a year, which is by far um, in the top like 1% of all pregnancy centers in the country. And then we are leasing a building that we just recently remodeled next to another Planned Parenthood. So we expect to at least do, you know, probably close to 1500. So we're going to end yeah. up seeing about 4,500 girls a year. And when I started, there was about 6,000 abortions total in San Antonio. So mm -hmm. now we're at the 4,500 mark. So we are really, really making an impact um, to the abortion business um, uh, revenue. So. so friends, if you want to find out more, go to vansforlife.org. Uh, we are working with Eddie currently. We just purchased our first ultrasound van. It's not outfitted. It's just a shell. Uh, and we are going to be sending it down to Eddie to have it outfitted and set up and ready to go to return back to Ohio. But our plan is to put it on the border of, say, Illinois and Indiana or Ohio and Michigan or Ohio and Pennsylvania, wherever you have that dynamic where you might have an abortion-free state and an abortion haven. That's right. where women are going to be crossing the borders to have an abortion. And that's what Planned Correct. Parenthood's doing, too. So. You know, yep. if you're if, if Planned Parenthood is doing it, you know, even though I we all dislike Planned Parenthood, 
they are responding to the ever-changing landscape as well. If you would, Mr. Producer, I want to play this. This is from National uh, Public Radio last week. Planned Parenthood, uh, there was a big piece where Planned Parenthood's director was talking about this new mobile unit. If you would play that first clip. EMLC Rodriguez is president of Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region and southwest Missouri, and she says Illinois has become a hub for people seeking abortions from across the region. We are all trying to work together to meet the exponential increase in the number of patients that are traveling from banned states to um, what we're calling haven states for abortion care. It's an all-hands-on-deck moment. Yeah, there you go. So... There you go. Planned Parenthood, because of the changing landscape, is seeing an increase in these these uh, abortion haven states of clients, customers, whatever you want to call them, seeking right. abortions. Right. And yep. they're setting exactly. up across from St. Louis in Illinois. Right. Right. And and she says abortion care. I, I don't know what that means. I know. <laughs> I, I know. It's an What's oxymoron is what it is. Right. It's a yeah. total oxymoron. Yeah, so I, I I think that you know yes absolutely so so we follow follow the model of Planned Parenthood in their marketing schemes. So they spend millions and millions on marketing. What colors should our signs be? How big should our door be? How right? So when we got our building next door to Planned Parenthood, we did the same colors on our signs: blue with gray with white. So we modeled mm-hmm. it after them because it's like. They had asked me, well, what color signs do you want? I said, the same as them, right? So same concept. They're going to come out with the vans. And we knew beforehand that these vans were going to be necessary. But now it's really, really necessary if they're going to launch these vans. I mean, you know, I'm kind of thinking about getting a mobile ultrasound plane pretty soon because I think Planned Parenthood at some point will have a plane. Or a boat. Who knows? They might do them on boats. Yep. Go ahead and play the second clip. Now, this talks about what these Planned Parenthood mobile units will be doing. Go ahead and play that clip. Space and there are limitations. Planned Parenthood plans to offer abortion pills by the end of the year and then first trimester surgical abortions next year. Dr. Colleen McNicholas, the medical director, says the patients who come to the mobile clinic will be given those pills as well as counseling about how to take them. We do have some pretty frank discussions with folks about what the legal landscape of abortion access is in their state. And we provide information, you know, to help them make informed decisions. We share with them what we think the best medical practice is, and then we leave it up to them to decide how. Well, the thing that the news here, I think, Eddie, is not only are they going to be uh, prescribing the abortion pill regimen in these vans, but they plan to do surgical abortions in these mobile units. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but man, that just sickens me to death that they're going to yeah. be mobile killing machines driving around. I mean, it sickens me with the with the pill abortions, of course, but they yeah. are going to be killing unborn babies in these mobile butcher shops. It's crazy, yeah. but this is what we're looking at. Yeah. I mean, would you go to the doctor if in the next room they were killing somebody? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I wonder if they're going to let the girl know, hey, by the way, you know, when we um, do this ultrasound for you, just want to let you know there may be some crying and stuff in the next room because we're killing the baby there. But yeah, go ahead and get on the table. You know, it's it's if they would just speak the truth, abortion wouldn't exist in this country. They just yeah. are constantly lying about what they're doing. Well, our plan is we'll just pull up right next to them. 
right. <laughs> we'll pull right. our uh, mobile ultrasound unit right behind them. We'll follow them around. We'll yeah. go over where they go. And yeah. you'll have the Planned Parenthood mobile unit here. And you'll have the uh, Vans for Life mobile unit here. I mean, right. I it's think it, it, I mean, why not? Right. Yeah. And, and you know, they're, they're going to say, you know, we can go out there and go, hey, look, you have to get an ultrasound anyways. It's about four hundred dollars over here, or we'll do it for free. Which which is a better? What makes more sense for you? You exactly, know. So exactly. once they get on our van, there's a you know ninety percent some odd success rate that they will choose life. So um, it's it should be easy. Uh, you're right. We just follow them around wherever they're at. All right. So one more clip. This is again sure. uh, from the uh, National Public Radio Planned Parenthood deploying mobile units to kill children on the Illinois-Missouri border. Go ahead and play that clip. And Sarah, just quickly, back to that mobile unit. Do you think we'll see more like the one from Planned Parenthood? Well, this speaks to the ways that reproductive health care providers are innovating. This is the first mobile unit from Planned Parenthood that will provide abortions, but they say they may open more in the future. Another group is doing... Let's leave it there. They're innovating. Well, we're innovating, right? And you've been (laughs) innovating for a very long time. Tell us the success rate of the use of ultrasounds on women who are considering abortion, because I think that's really the key. At the very, very low end, it's 80 percent, which is really, really good. So what we found on our van, you know, um, out of the the women that we saw, it was right at about 90 to 95 percent. So really, really. Now, the opposite is true. If they go into an abortion facility, 90 percent of them will choose to abort. So who's yeah. going to get them first? Um, right. You know, we provide education. And the thing is, like I said, we provide everything for free. Um, there's there's right. no expense to the girl. If she comes in and says, you know, I have to have an abortion because um, my my boyfriend is abusive and I, I don't I don't have a place to stay. And we say, well, what if we find you a place to stay? Or they say, mm-hmm. we're not going to be I'm not going to be able to go to college if I have a child. And I say, well, there's actually scholarships qualify for now that you're a mother. And so we're just informing them. We're finding out what's the crisis, what exactly is making them think that they have to have an abortion. And mothers uh, naturally do not want to have an abortion. It's the circumstances surrounding them. So we just eliminate the crisis. Once we do that, it's it's pretty easy. And I want to make clear to everybody, the primary purpose of these mobile units is at existing abortion centers. I mean, there's still plenty of those around, right? And there will be because surgical abortion is not going away. Pill mill abortion clinics or centers are not going away, but we are seeing more mail order and all of this, but it gives you that flexibility, right? That versatility that's necessary in a changing post row environment. And it also relies heavily on trained sidewalk counselors if you would speak to that uh, as well eddie yeah it's it's um uh, i tell people if you don't have a sidewalk program um don't get the van because when we didn't have anybody mm-hmm. on the sidewalk we had exactly zero ladies come on board uh because mm-hmm. they're laser focused they're focused right. on the abortion facility you have to snap them out of it by saying hey you know we have free pregnancy tests free ultrasounds our nurses on board we can get you on right now and, and once we do that, then they'll come on board. So you have to have a strong pro, uh, sidewalk program. Right. I mean, just having the van parked out front of Planned Parenthood is a good thing, but it's not going to get the job done, right? I mean, right. it's like that. some of these groups have taken them on college campuses. That doesn't work either, does it? 
Uh, not unless, really. <laughs> unless Planned Parenthood is going to go out with their van. <laughs> there you go. Campuses. But to be right. honest with you, I think neither one of us will have tra traffic if we do it that way. Because a girl mm. isn't thinking about where to get an abortion until they're ready to get an abortion. So right. what are the chances that a girl coming out of the college is going to go, oh, man, I forgot. I have to go get an abortion. Oh, my God, there's a van there. I'll just go there. Right. It doesn't right. happen. So I think That's they're going right. to be very, very unsuccessful. But we have to be there anyways. And then when they just, when they uh, see that they are unsuccessful, then we'll just park that van in front of the nearest abortion facility. So, Eddie, I want to wrap this up. I mean, if you would speak sure. to our listeners, our viewers here uh, who are hearing this and thinking, I want to do this. I mean, we're doing it here at Created Equal. There are yeah. other groups around the country that are lining up with you to get these ultrasound vans, mobile units deployed in their city. Tell mm -hmm. them. A lot of people think it's out of reach. I don't think so. Tell them how they can get it done. Uh, send me an email. <laughs> okay that's about it all right gonna, I'll, I'll talk to you and we'll figure it out because um right there's plenty of money but there's not Agreed. a lot of people who are willing to do it that's right um, there, there's money out there um you just have to are you willing to do it so a lot of unfortunately there's a lot of um people in the pro-life movement who are like man i just don't have the money and it's like well here's the money and they go yeah i still can't do it well look you have to make that decision if money right. wasn't an object would you do it and if the answer is yes, send me an email. We'll figure well, it out. our view has been if you build it, they will come. I mean, because right. I think if you let if you build it because it's needed. Right. We all know the need is there. It takes someone with a vision to cast the vision to to raise the money and build a system. And then people will come. And the reason they'll come is because it's effective right. in saving lives. And we all want to be part of that. That's right. Yes, absolutely. And just keep in mind, you mentioned earlier, the pregnancy centers are necessary. I call the vans kind of like the emergency room. So we get the girl off the ledge, but then we need, we, we can't just say, okay, congratulations, you're going to have a baby. Good luck with everything. We have to mm -hmm. be able to provide that support afterwards, which we do up to three right. years after the child is born. But that's where the pregnancy center comes in. They provide the material assistance and, and the counseling, and ongoing counseling and so forth. So, um, yeah, these so you work with the pregnancy resource centers. That's right. That's right. Or we are the pregnancy center, one or the other. Yeah. Right. My guest has been Eddie Perez, and he is the CEO and president of Vans for Life. And friends, you can find out more by going to vansforlife.org. And if you want to donate directly to our project of trying to deploy these mobile ultrasound units, I call them rescue units, whatever you want to call them. You can help us out by going to createdequal.org. Thanks for being on the show, Eddie. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. So, friends, I want you to take action today, and here's how you can do it. First of all, you can donate to our mobile ultrasound unit. We have the van now. It hasn't been outfitted, and we have yet to purchase an ultrasound uh, itself, and we need to raise another $30,000. So you can support Created Equal by going to createdequal.org and just let us know it's it's going towards the ultrasound mobile unit to be deployed on border states where abortion is illegal. Also, if you would like your radio activist, that's me, to come and speak to your congregation or to your pro-life organization or any other type of venue, Feel free to contact me at Mark Harrington Show 
Com. Now, finally, I want to get to this bombshell interview with Cori Bush, who's a representative in Congress who has now come out with this book and she's on a book tour talking about it. And specifically, she's interviewed about a part of the book where she talks about her abortion experience. Go ahead and play that clip. So I thought I was ready and I went in. And I went through all the steps because they were like, you it's almost like an assembly line. You know, you go from room to room. And I got into the last room. I, I was helped up onto the table by the nurse. And I laid there and I started to think, well, one, I didn't tell the father that that was about to happen. Um, I, and I just, I just felt like I needed more time. So I said, no, you know what? I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. And the nurse just, you know, wouldn't listen to me. And I said, no, I'm not ready. And as I'm saying no, they continued to pull the instruments and, you know, get everything ready. And and it was just like, no, calm down. You know, no, you're going to be okay. So you were telling them that was, you didn't want to move forward. Yes. And they were ignoring you. They were, oh, they absolutely ignored me. There you go. This, this is really something, folks. And it's so telling of what happens Every single day in America, we know that Cori Bush's story is not unique to her, although it's really impactful because she is pro-abortion. She's unashamedly pro-abortion, but she was so very honest about her abortion experience. And I think it's a lesson to all of us that this is what happens every single day in America. Uh, So. That's number one. Number two is I'm certain that she's getting blowback from her Democrat colleagues who are pro-abortion telling her that she shouldn't go public with this stuff. And I'm just thankful that she did. And we should be praying for her. She's post-abortive, obviously. She regrets having that abortion. And she needs the gospel of Jesus Christ. She needs the healing that only comes through Jesus. So we need to be praying that folks reach out to her and that she'll take the counsel and come to Christ and be forgiven for what she's done. Uh, The final thing on this, and I think this is really critical as well, I talk a lot on the program as to what I believe, and that is that uh, not all, in fact, I think very few women are actually victims of abortion. I think most women know exactly what they're doing. They they go in with their eyes wide open and they go and kill their child and they know what they're doing. And I believe that the laws should reflect that, that we should not be exempting women uh, from the abortion laws, the bans in certain states, and that we should leave prosecutors uh, giving them discretion on how they're going about prosecuting their case. Uh, We should not say that all women are victims because not all are, but some are. And I think Cori Bush is one of those. She clearly did not want to have the abortion. And she said no. And for one reason or another, those who work in this abortion center basically went ahead and performed the abortion. Now, obviously, she didn't get up and walk out of the room, but... They made her feel, if you've watched the entire video, uh, uh, the interview, and also on The View, she clearly did not want to have this abortion. And I would put her in the category of, of someone who is a victim of the abortion industry. And then finally, and I think this, uh, 
goes well with our discussion with Eddie Perez about the vans and the mobile units. There were no sidewalk counselors that reached her that day that she had her abortion. There was no one on the sidewalk that we're aware of that was able to offer her an alternative to what she was about to do. All she heard was from the abortion workers themselves telling her that she needed to kill her baby. There was no pregnancy resource center there. She didn't visit one. And this speaks to why these mobile ultrasound units are so vital in this post-Roe America landscape. We can put these on the sidewalks in front of or in parking spots in front of brick and mortar abortion facilities in states where abortion is still legal. We can mobilize them to counter the Planned Parenthood effort to deploy mobile abortion clinics and kill children on the run. And so you can help out with that, friends. You can send us a donation by going to createdequal.org and click on the donate link on the right side and you can support. We still need to raise about $30,000 to outfit the units. And then finally, you may be in a position to either get your own ultrasound unit if you're ahead of a pregnancy resource center or you know of one or you work or volunteer for one to lead an effort to get one of these units and deploy it in your own city or on the border of one of your states that might border an abortion-free state. So folks, you can get involved. That's the reason I come to you every single week on Activist Radio, The Mark Harrington Show, is to get you in the battle. And this is one way you can support us by sending us a gift for our mobile ultrasound unit. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America, to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.